Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Beth. And this is... I'm the only one with a drink, and it's not booze at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has oregano and cayenne in it. And turmeric. Huh. Hmm. Okay. You don't have a drink. No. No. You didn't even want water. No, I'm good. You're going to get dehydrated. I just drank quite a bit. I'm really worried about you. Are you? I'm worried about the state of your health. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah. Sorry? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for apologizing about my worries. I appreciate that. <laughs> How's it going? I, good. I'm not drinking in January at all. Okay. Like, so no alcohol. Okay. So, sorry, listeners. This is just going to be Beth, Ben, and books. I think, yes. And then That's all right. this drink with vitamins in it. It's been almost three weeks of no school, work, parties. They, I mean, that's a lot. When you were like, no school, kids here all the time, I was like, yeah, you're right, I should have a drink. <laughs> Why am I not drinking? Year-round school sounds pretty awesome. It does. Do they get a month off when they do that, though? Isn't that what happens? At Christmas? I think so. I think it's like three months on, one month off. If I remember, I had a couple friends that were in your own school when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. I've never actually been in a school system that did it. Yeah. I'm Um, more of like, uh, where can I take my children every day type of situation. mm -hmm. We we were still off for most of last week. Mm -hmm. I went to work a little bit at the end of the week, but we, um, the last couple days we sent my son to his normal daycare. Mm -hmm. It's like, my reasoning was let's get him back into routine. That's a lie. Sure. It was, I need to be able to do stuff around this house. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, he's a bulldozer. And then um, we had my daughter's best friend over like all day Thursday and all day Friday. Okay. Which was great Mm -hmm. because they are very self-sufficient when they're together. Okay. They might pop down like every hour and be like, can we have a snack? And it's like, sure, pantry's open. Go for it. Yep. And that's all you have to do. Nice. So it worked out. Nice. The result of that though is her room is chaos. Mm Mm-hmm. And she has to clean it today. Good. Before she goes to school. Good. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then a whole bunch of new rules come into place starting tonight for school going forward. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good. I can't wait for tomorrow morning. I know. Getting up's going to be rough, but it'll be fine. Yeah. Getting up's going to be rough. I got up early the last couple of days, handful of days. Mm-hmm. To, that's my cat eating, <laughs> by the way. Um, for those who definitely can hear it, it's her her a collar clinking against her bowl so sorry we do not have her professional recording studio um uh, i got up early but then i slept till like eight today and then the kids all slept till nine what's that i don't know what happened but it was wonderful yeah so good gorge yourself there cat (laughs) so how was uh how were the holidays good yeah yeah a lot of food a lot of drinking a lot of yeah we didn't do anything though awesome yeah. Sounds great. I mean, all these people were like, oh, I'm going to go sledding. I'm going to go and do all these Christmassy activities. Yeah, we didn't do those. You know, we didn't do Christmassy anything either. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Christ- most Christmassy it got was our company Christmas party. Mm-hmm. That's like the most Christmassy thing I did. Okay. Besides, like, actual Christmas Day and Christmas Eve and all that. Mm-hmm. We were, uh, my wife's working on her master's, and her master's paper, like, one of the big ones was due, like, on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a week and a half of just her cloistered up with her laptop and, you know, we, we didn't get to go do anything, which is, which is fine. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be awesome when she gets her master's and then starts on her PhD, but it was just like, that was what was the focus was, was keeping kids alive mm-hmm. and away from her so yeah. she could finish her homework. Um, and then 
so just Christmas didn't we didn't decorate for Christmas we had the tree and stuff out but we'd actually do the rest of that like holiday decoration around the house to like three or four days before Christmas it's fine. yeah it's fine it's one less thing to put away yeah which is what I have to do next yeah that's we we were gonna put the Christmas tree away this morning but if you look over there it's still there, it's still yeah. there. yeah but all the other stuff's down nice so good job it's not all away but it's down mm-hmm. so okay good and did you read a lot I read some um i bought a lot of books which is something i want to talk about okay. i got a lot of books for christmas you got a lot i did like, get a lot of jealousy books factor is pretty high over here on this side yeah I, I i um i got a bunch of books i sent you the picture of the books and those were just the physical copies of books mm-hmm. that i got i got some on kindle too you know my weird my favorite thing that i got is i bought for myself mm-hmm. um and it's the thing that you will appreciate the most um i got one of those boards that you lay down like on a table Mm -hmm. and then you put a shirt on top of it Mm -hmm. and you fold the shirt using the different segments of the board do you know what i'm talking about sure do it is the best thing i bought for myself in all of 2019 okay it is amazing (laughs) but that doesn't mean so that just folds them flat like you're at a like a retail store Mm -hmm. it folds them exceptionally flat it doesn't do the marie kondo the way that you're like the roll up uh-huh. i don't have a place to do that mm. in my closet just mm-hmm. the way it's built because i i get about 12 percent of the storage in the bedroom mm-hmm. yeah so which it is should be which is all i need mm-hmm. i don't i don't need much more than that in fact um I hesitate to say this, but one of the drawers that I do have, which is on my nightstand, so I should have it, um, I realized today that I absolutely don't need a single clothing item that's in there, mm-hmm. and I'm going to donate it all next week, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm guessing one day I'm going to come home and open it, and like her clothes will be in it. Yeah. That's how that's going to happen. Well, she's going to listen to this, and now mm-hmm. you just gave her the idea. Yeah, so. no, stay out. <laughs> um, you can't have it. But yeah, it folds them like this flat, Yeah, that's awesome. and so it's like... It's 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 amazing. Nice. Yeah. Did you read a lot? Um. No. Not really. Um. So I, I I'm reading the book that you lent me, and I'm almost done. Mm. The girl with all the gifts. Yeah. Um. I will tell you, I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad. I yeah, because I think you were like you're either gonna love it or you're really not. I was a coin flip on that one for you, but I, I leaned a little bit towards more. I think she's going to like it. Maybe not like the action parts as much. No, I love all of it. Oh, so cool. I love Excellent. all of it. I, mm-hmm. um, the, I, the writing style is pretty great. He's, he's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know he's got two more books in the series. Or does he have two? Uh-huh. I only had one. I knew he had a boy on a bridge and or the boy on the bridge. And then there's another one after that. There's something else. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. No, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, there's something else. And I shouldn't say that in a series, um, but when it showed up on, on Kindle or whatever, there was there was three. Oh, okay. And they all have the same um, picture-type theme on the front, so I assumed that and, they all went together. Yeah, because I, I wonder, now I'm going to have to look. Um, because, yeah, definitely you can tell a boy, the boy on the bridge. So it's probably the, so the girl with all the gifts, and it's yeah. probably the boy on the bridge. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, now I want to know. That was the, <laughs> that was the one book... That I wanted for Christmas that I didn't get out of all the stuff that I, I wanted. The boy one? Yes, the boy on the boy on the bridge. Because okay. I wanna I wanna read that. MR Carey, right? Yes. Um and to the point where I so I need to give you the physical copy back. Uh-huh. Um I'm probably gonna go buy it because I really liked it that much. Yeah, I mean it's um like a buy a physical copy. Mm-hmm. I think and so we've got a, a colleague that lives out uh, back east and this is a book that he needs to read first. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, Travis, if you're listening, this book you need to read. This is like, it's like a, I don't know, a more eloquent um, Walking Dead. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Yes. A more eloquent Walking Dead. Okay. Um, so I think that's all you need to know of the story, because I know you talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, Go back and listen to it. It's the last one that we did, It is did, the last one. Okay. For this. So my take on it is, even if you're not into those types of books, but you liked The Walking Dead, you will love this book. Yeah. It's, it's quick. It's, um, you know, heartfelt. You... It's one of those awesome books where you form a very specific opinion of all the characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, sure you feel about a very certain way about them. You sure do. So the other book is called Fellside. Okay. And it is not part of the series. Got it. But is um, the cover like it? So it is very similar to okay. it. In fact, they actually put um, a little circle, you can see, of the girl with all the gifts yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. Probably to... Because it looks like Fellside was written... First? Uh... No, Girl with All the Gifts was first in 2014. This is, that's from 2014. Wow. Oh. I thought, I didn't know, was that, that uh, old? Not old, but yeah, but old. Then Fellside, and then The Boy on the Bridge, which is, um, it's subtitled here, The Girl with All the Gifts Part 2. Got it. So, uh, yeah, so I will, and um, yeah, gosh, the, the, the Boy on the Bridge has the same star rating as yeah. uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. So Cool. Yeah, that was a that was one that I was I was hoping to get for Christmas, uh-huh. but now I'm I'm waiting for it to show up on a sale, and I will. You need to buy it. I will. Yeah, I I, yeah. I I will absolutely buy it. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to. It's one of those books that I do want to finish pretty quickly, but because it's such a fast paced book, I also kind of want to slow down a little bit too yeah. and enjoy it. Like I really wanted it to be done by now to. To talk about it. Well, I mean, we're talking about it now. It's I'm almost finished. Yeah, but, um, I'm excited to talk to you about the ending, mm-hmm. which we can't really do on the podcast because we're telling everyone to read it and we'll ruin it. Yeah. Um, but it's an it's a it's a beautiful ending, and okay. it, it's beautiful and tragic, okay. like all at the same time. Okay. Like it, it's just it's just really well written. Um, and so yeah, I'm glad. I'm really I'm really excited that yeah. you like it. So maybe tonight I'll be done. Okay. I've got a lot going on today, but maybe tonight I'll finish. Okay. Yeah. And hopefully. Your opinion sticks. Hopefully yeah. it sticks the landing for you. I, I think, well, regardless of what the ending is, the the way the, the writing style is just, it's easy to read. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's some heavy vocabulary. I was like, oh, is that a word? Mm-hmm. I didn't know this word before. and had to look up a handful of things. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. So I read that, and then um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then you got me... For Christmas, um, the Librarian of Auschwitz. Yeah, I did. mentioned. So that's the one book that um, I'll tell you about today. Shocking, I know. And here, let's let's also backtrack. I'm going to be making a more concerted effort here in 2020 to not talk so much about <laughs> World War Two. Okay. I didn't say World War One. World War Two. Okay. So All I right. will expand myself a little bit. Um, but what if re- I told you that they were all the same war? Well, uh, yeah, yes. The time period. Sorry. I'm not going to talk Sorry. about books from the from the the late 30s to you know mid 40s. How about that? Fair. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about the ones earlier and later. Yeah, um, and, and we'll maybe give concentration camps a break. Okay. Okay. So that's that's. <laughs> I know. Of of all my books I read last year, there there were actually weren't as many as you would think. I read really? books last year. Yeah. Did yeah. you do 75? 75. Yeah. Jeez, lady. Yeah. 75. And there weren't as many World War II books as you would think. That's interesting. There were a lot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
But I didn't talk about most of the other books on the podcast, so... That's fair. I'll, I'll do a better job of being somewhat uh, an equal opportunity book reviewer. How about that? You know, it's, it's funny that you say that, as I went back and I only did like 32, 33 books last year, which was crazy. It was 25 less than the previous year, yep. um, which is a big drop. But I didn't read as many... Uh, like sci-fi and fantasy novels as mm-hmm. I have in the past either. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually making a concerted effort this year to read more nerd books. Okay. Yeah. Our podcast is going to be super fun. It is. <laughs> You're going to love it. Hey, you got Girl with All the Gifts because of that. I did. Yeah. No, it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, yeah, the the one and only book I got for Christmas. Come on, people. You're welcome. I know, thank you. Um, but I loved it. So Your birthday's coming up. You might get more books. I know. Um, the Librarian of Auschwitz by Antonio... Um, Iturb. Sorry. Spell it. I T U R B E. That's what I would. Iturb? Yeah, a term. That's I, yeah. Sorry, Antonio. Um, I so yeah. Okay. Um, here's what's interesting about this one, and I'm, I'm not. I'm going to tell you part of the story. Um, this is based on uh, real life, so I, th- I think when you and I chatted about it, I wasn't entirely sure if uh, how much liberties this person took in right, the story. Right. Because obviously it takes place in Auschwitz. Um, that follows uh, this young girl named Dita Krauss, who's 14 years old. She goes to um, Auschwitz with her parents. So they're they're from um, they're from Prague, and they they gather all the people up, put them in the cattle cars, and take them to Auschwitz. But what was weird is they keep them in family camp. I didn't know that was a thing. So, did you ever look up and see if it really was? It is a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is a thing. That sounds way too friendly. Um, so, it was a thing for a very specific purpose, like the propaganda of having uh, families in the camp and, like, working together. Like, that's what they were trying to show to, like, the Red Cross, which... Because in my head, all these books, I'm like, why the heck didn't people do more stuff, right? These people were there for years and years and years, but when... Because of disinformation. Disinformation. And when the Red Cross or whomever would show up, they would see families together. And they would see this particular block where Adida um, was placed. It was the children's block, block 31. So, because again, I didn't, I really legitimately didn't think that they kept the kids, I really didn't. I, I, did, so I didn't think terrible, so either. But, I didn't think so either. Um, but I, I, they did. And there were hundreds of these kids in this huge block. So block 31 is where um, all the kids would go during the day. So it was kind of like a school. Yeah. Granted, they didn't have, you know, books or, um, you know, pencils, crayons, like no lesson plans. They just were doing whatever. And there was different languages being spoken, different age groups. And so they had adults that were in there that were kind of pseudo teachers. So this block 31 um, was a you know whole slew of, of kids coming together, um, learning and singing songs and doing whatever um, throughout the day. And at the end of the day, they'd go back to their their you know family camps. Um, the moms and dads, like the women, were t- separated, and then the, the men were separated, but they could see each other. So like a husband could see his wife every every single day still. Wow, I never knew that was a thing. Yeah. I would have bet money it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I still don't. <laughs> it said it was true, and mm-hmm. I'm still like, really? Are you sure about that? Um, so that part I thought was just really crazy. So Dita, uh, the young girl, is she's very very smart for for her age, and she um, becomes very interested in kind of how this Block 31 is being run. And um, there's a the leader of Block 31. His name is Freddie Hirsch. He's like a prominent Jewish uh, guy who like went up through the ranks. 
um, was running what I would consider like the equivalent of like a boys and girls club. Like he he organized tons of sports things. This was before um, they were sent to the camps. He organized all that um, camps and competitions and games and all this stuff. And so everybody knew who this prominent Jewish you know kid at this time was. But he was also sent to the camps as well. So he's in charge of Block Thirty One, and they. Um, after a while, they find out, Dita finds out that there's books that are hidden. They've been smuggled into Block 31. Um, so Freddie, who's the leader of the, of the block, um, approaches Dita and basically says, do you, want to be, do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to be the librarian? So the librarian's charge is every single day, um, she's going to keep track of the books. They're hidden in the floor for boards. She gets one of these other women to like help sew in like secret pockets in her outfit so that she can keep a couple of them on her. And granted, I picture them to be, you know, thicker, thinner than your, your little book here. I mean, these aren't oh, like, yeah, yeah. these are not like novels by any means. Although one of them I think was some level of like an, an atlas, which seemed thick to me, but she yeah. was able to hide it on her person. Um, so she would get these every single day and like these teachers in quotes would come in check them out from her and they would run little lessons while somebody is keeping track um, kind of on the front door in case the SS show up and you know, come in and do kind of an inspection. And so these they're learning from these books that are, I mean, the, one's like a probably an inappropriate novel for children to read, but she's like obsessed with it. There's one that's um, obviously very outdated um, maps and things like that that she's learning from. And they become like this, this treasure trove. And they talk about like the care that she has with these books and how much um, the idea of reading and books and stories, um, like, what it means to people which i mean we like books are books man i mean like yeah yeah it's, and there's some pretty it's there's some pretty it turns strong, out it's important yeah there's some pretty strong quotes um that you know that the that the book had and i'll get to it here in a second but um the other uh, the other is that um so obviously they are taking these uh, these families and they are they're being overrun because the cattle cars are coming and that more people are showing up and there's frankly just no room um and they're not doing anything about it besides the, you know half of the group goes to you know the showers and and then the crematorium which is disgusting and horrible and then the other half is there so um it, this, that story that part of the story i'm not going to tell you because we all know that how that yeah. turns out um but the story uh, is really focusing on um on dita and how she like how much joy she brings to all these people by caring for these by caring for these books um she is able to get out with her mother um which is which is amazing unfortunately her mother does pass like right after um their the camp is liberated um but dita goes on and you know has formed friendships and it, it's a good story at the end um, and the afterward, so I'm not going to talk about that now, but the afterward does talk about a lot of like the true historical events. So the oh, author wow. put in quite a bit of um, additional detail that was not necessary, but like very welcomed. So if, if you're ever interested in learning more about actually what happened and what he based all of his writings on, like all the research, the afterward is pretty legit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, I remember when I read The Revenant, because mm-hmm. remember that was like a true story yeah. mixed with like stuff. Yeah. At the end of that, like he did the oh, whole did, yeah. spill out of like, here's what we really know, yeah. here's what I made up, right. and kind of stuff. And I, I, I appreciate that with historical fiction. Right. Where like, yeah. Right. So I really like this one. At first, I was like, mm, is this like going to be one of those other books? Like, I, you know, I, I'm fascinated by mm-hmm. 
um, by this time period, but uh, it got better and better and better. And because it was something that I hadn't heard of before, right. again, I hadn't heard of family camps. I hadn't heard of them not treating them just a little bit differently. So I, I did actually quite enjoy it. So people liked, you know, um, uh, Sitka's Journey or the Tattooist of Auschwitz. Um, this is certainly one to, to read next. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, and you're going to finish uh, Girl with All the Gifts. And what do you got after that? Um, what do I have after that? God, like, I, I don't know. My to be read pile is just... Isn't awesome. I know. But you know what? It's so funny. So I set my Goodreads thing, and I think if anybody has a Goodreads account towards the end of the year, it showed you, like, mm-hmm. your calculations. Which is so fun. Which is super fun. So of all my books, and then it showed, like, the ones that were the longest beach music. <laughs> Damn, beach music. The shortest book what, that I read was... Only an idiot gets lost in Chicago. Yeah, funny. right. Uh, it was a short story. And then it like it tells you how many pages, which was so cool. Um, and like the different genres, which I thought was kind of fun to like yep. see it broken down. Um, and But then all the other people posted. So, you know, there's the NPR um, best books of last year, like most read, mm-hmm. most requested, most sold on Amazon. Like stuff like that I thought was pretty cool. And so over the past few days, I've been like adding to my I want to read pile which has just gotten, like, it's insane. I went through the um, the Goodreads voting, mm-hmm. if you saw that, like, mm-hmm. for the best with the year. And I was like, I okay, read that, read, never heard of that. Yeah. And then yeah. like started adding stuff that way. And it's like, this came in number three on the best, you know, whatever genre books of the year, and I've never heard of it. Right. That's exciting. Yeah. Like, I, I got really there excited by that. There was a ton of books I had never heard of. Yeah. Uh, it was funny, a couple of books, um, two different books that I read um, made like top in mm-hmm. their genre too uh, and there was one that oh i don't remember the author's name that i've been looking for on sale ever since that called uh the ninth house okay um which i will i will send it over to you as well because it was in science fiction and fantasy mm-hmm. and it was like a both of us book by okay. far and away okay. it seemed awesome the ninth house, the ninth house. and okay. i don't remember the, the lady's name who okay. wrote it but okay. but yeah cool so yeah i'm excited because i i think you know, I love to read the ones that everybody's talking about. I'm, I'm a part of a, a virtual book club on mm-hmm. um, through Facebook, and we're all like-minded readers, which is fun because you know, of all the all of my guilty pleasures are all on there. But I want to read stuff that's a little bit outside of what I normally do. Awesome. So that's this year. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and then I will talk about a bunch of stuff that I got. Okay. And we're back. We're back. We're back. So, so this book that you just brought out from your shelf. Yeah, that the one that I bought for four dollars. Is like as heavy as a Webster's Dictionary. Yep. So. Yeah. I was talking with a friend via text, and I don't know how we got talking about uh, Lovecraft, um, but. You said you, you hadn't you weren't familiar with him. Mm-hmm. So he's um, so this this book right here that they show on the front the the Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either Cthulhu or Cthulhu. I've not, I've heard it pronounced a million different ways, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, is uh, ridiculously famous as a, as a horror book. So so are a, a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and all he does, right? Is horror stories. It, it's all horror. Okay. It's all horror. Okay. Um, so you, you there is a whole genre called Lovecraftian horror. Um, which which it which is a thing. Okay. Do you remember the movie, um, like Aliens from the seventies and eighties? Mm-hmm. So like, 
um, H.R. Geiger was one of the artists. They pull a lot of stuff from Lovecraft and things like that. Okay. I think they they like they say all that stuff is very much Lovecraftian horror. Anything that takes place in like the twenties and thirties mm-hmm. and stuff like that that has to deal with horror is generally like Lovecraftian horror type of deal too. Anything that's like psychological. Oh, so when did he pass? Oh, God, when did he pass? I have no idea when okay. he passed. Uh, nineteen thirty-seven. Huh. Look at that. He was born in eighteen ninety. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, turns out. Horribly racist human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but his benefactors and everything are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, so it, uh, it it's that's good because it's like one of those things could be a huge bummer. Right. But um, so he and I were talking about it and he ended up sending me a text of this book being on sale, which is the complete fiction of H.P. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. It was on Amazon. It is... Uh, Hold on. Just shy of eleven hundred pages. Uh, One thousand ninety-four pages mm-hmm. long, um, and I got it for four dollars. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I um, there's a there's a story in there uh, about a guy um, which I I read when I was a teenager. Um, I had a guy who's trapped in a cage in a cave. Um, and he, there is a monster in the cave with him Mm -hmm. and he never fully describes the monster. And because of that, because of his lack of description, it's terrifying. It is horrifying because you are filling in all the gaps. He gives you just enough information about what it is and where it is and what's going on. And a lot of it is like what the guy can see. Um, sorry, what he can't see, but what he can feel and what he can hear. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, 30 pages long, maybe. Yeah. It's horrifying. It's the scariest thing I've ever read. I mean, I really, and I know I just said this to you during our break, but like the fact that words can bring out such emotion and like mm-hmm. terrorize somebody is, that's crazy. I said it in the first segment. I'll say it again now. Books, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so this is really cool. If it's still on sale, uh, you should go look. I, I doubt it is because I bought it three weeks ago. Okay, but um, <laughs> it was when I was pulling in Amazon packages. Like the first two were real light, and this wasn't a large package. Uh-huh. And then I picked it up and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw it on my back." I mean, because it's because it, <laughs> that's got to weigh like eight, like eight ten pounds. Like yeah. it's it's heavy. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's a heavy book. I love it. Um, all right, so. I wanted to uh, I just talk about a couple books really okay. quick here, and then I'm actually going to talk about my haul okay. that I got for Christmas okay. um, outside of the folding thing mm-hmm. that I got. Okay. Um, so I finished uh, A Time of Dread by John Gwynn, mm-hmm. which I talked about on the last podcast as well. Um, I, I liked it so much uh, when I finished it that it was 9 o'clock, 9.30 in the morning on a Saturday. I looked up what time... Because I had this in a physical copy. Mm-hmm. I looked up what time Barnes & Noble opened, mm-hmm. got dressed, and went and was at the doors when they opened it up. Mm-hmm. Because they had one copy of book two. Um, I actually bought it. Then, yeah. I, I bought it and then drove over and picked it up. Um, uh, because I liked book one so much. Um, and have finished most, most of book two. Um but uh and I, I i just i just really like it so then i found out that he had a whole other series of books that take place in the same world that all happened before this set 
Um, and I did some looking. I just didn't know. I did some looking. It was like, oh, did I ruin myself by reading like the second series before the first? And the answer is no, mm-hmm. uh, unequivocally not at mm-hmm. all. Uh, you can go in, into this, you know, into this universe without without any any knowledge. Um, so I looked that up on Amazon, um, and because how it works with with uh, my wife and I is like for Christmas, it's like get what you want. Like here's a dollar amount, just go spend it. Like get what you want because. We've been married almost 17 years, and at this point, it's like, we, if we want something, we just mm-hmm. get it. Um, so I bought all four of his books. I bought it in a, a box set cool. for relatively inexpensive, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm, I'm excited because that was five books to read yep. uh, immediately right there. Are you going to read them all in order? Uh, no, I'm actually... Um, it's funny. I got caught up in another. I just I had forgot the book one day um, at at uh, at work, mm-hmm. um, and so I grabbed another book mm-hmm. uh, just to read in between. And I'm completely and utterly caught up in this book. So uh, I, uh, the 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 time of blood, which is book two, is going to have to wait because mm-hmm. um, now I need to finish this book first. Um, type of deal. But I, it's it's one of those. I actually might just leave the book at work. <laughs> you know, and just read it at work, and then have, and then read this one at home, and I don't see, you know, when uh, when I take breaks and stuff at work or go to lunch. Um, but it's absolutely awesome. And no, I'm not going to read. Um, I'm going to finish Ten of Blood, and then I'll read something else. And I, I probably my plan for the year is just to kind of bounce around a little bit. One, so. I could talk about different things on the podcast than just the same series over and over again. But two, I think it's you know, it's good to be kind of diverse. Um, so the other book that I started reading, and I showed it to you because it's 840 pages. Yeah. And it was, I think it did win on Goodreads, so don't quote me if I'm right, but like the best fantasy novel okay. of uh, 2019. Okay. I, th- I think it did, or at least it was very high in the voting. Um, it's a book by Samantha Shannon uh, called Priory of the Orange Tree. Um, so whenever I'm reading a fantasy book, you ask me one very specific question. Are there dragons? There are so many dragons. <laughs> there are so many dragons. I mean, this is, this is the most dragon book that and, I've ever read. And you do know, read. right? Like, I kind of draw the line of dragons. Um, y- y- yeah, but this is, so this isn't dragons for the sake of dragons. Like, this so when we're talking about with Emma Carey, like there's words that you have to look up. Mm-hmm. This this lady's got a vocabulary. Mm-hmm. She is she's an incredible okay. author. Okay. Question oratory. on that though. Go ahead. Is she does she have the vocabulary because she wants people to know how smart she is, or is she because you know there are those people, right? Absolutely that just not. like throw out the big words and you're like, no, stop using all the words. It works. Um, it works in context with the story Perfect. like exceptionally well. It works because there are. Um, it, it just make it make it simplified. You're kind of bouncing between the western part of the world and the eastern part of the world, okay. right? Um, and uh, she's introduced a couple of races and cultures, and they all speak differently. And it it works with helping distinguish like who is who and who is. Like, it, it, it's not, oh, gosh, yeah, this is just the West, but you'd never know because everyone writes the same because the author just writes that way. Like, you can tell that she separated, mm. hey, these are how these two cultures work, and I've got almost different dialects, and, like, maybe the, we're a little more formal here, maybe we're a little more relaxed here, maybe mm-hmm. we're a little more brusque here, mm-hmm. you know, type of stuff. So it's definitely not a... Um, and you finish this? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm a good way in. I just haven't had enough time yep. to read, yep. honestly. Um, it... it, it it's. I really, really like it. Uh, I'm excited to finish it. 
Um, and uh, I'm, I, I think she's got some other books as well. So I would like to, I would like to, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to go back and read other stuff from her. Okay. Um, it's an intimidating book to start the year with yeah. because it's massive. Right. Um, it is massive. I mean, it's just, and I have a physical copy of it. So it's kind of like one of those, like, oh, I'm getting tired and I'm starting to fall asleep because I like, I read it at night. Like, this is not the book I want to drop on my face. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, type you. But it's 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 incredibly good, and it as big as it is, it just goes and cool. goes and goes and goes. It doesn't cool. feel um, it's intimidating to look at. Um, so then, as I always do, I go and look and see if uh, they uh, these authors that I really like have Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. I followed her on both our Books and Booze Twitter and my personal Twitter. Uh-huh. She's awesome. Is she? Uh, first off, so um, the. There is a uh, Netflix series called The Witcher that just came out. Okay. It's also a, a very large book series okay. um, by a guy named Andre. I'm never going to pronounce it right. I wrote it down because I, I own most of them. A N D R E Z J. Subkowski. Um, he's Polish. Mm-hmm. And they're all written in Polish and then translated into English. And I've read um, I've read two of the books previously. I actually it's part of my haul. I got the rest of them. Uh, uh, this year, and they they're a, they became a video game adaptation, but then Netflix just made a series based off of it and released last week sometime. Okay, and um, it's fantastic. I I absolutely loved it. I watched all nine episodes already. I I, I was I was really thrilled. Um, there has been I think it's like Netflix is like almost highest rated show out really? of the gate. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, it is critically panned so far. Like critics don't like it. Um, but audience people do like. Why like, don't the like it? I, I don't really know, like, because I read through their stuff and it's like, oh, it's not well acted. It's Henry Cavill. If you know who Henry Cavill is, he played Superman in the last couple Superman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I don't, I don't really yeah. know. Well, there is an episode with these. Uh, it really highlights two women, mm-hmm. and they are badasses it's the only way to put it um and uh there the sword fighting in this is, is actually really good it look it feels kind of realistic it feels it's got weight and stuff to it and there is this idiot that has uh, a, a, a new show that's pretty popular online i'm just not gonna I'm not gonna name them because they're not worth it mm-hmm. um and he was talking about how no woman could ever win a sword fight ever against a man and it was like this clip that went viral and it's like um, you're, you're swinging a five pound thing. N- no man, no, no man is going to, that knows how to sword fight is ever going to lose that fight. And women can't do these things and all this stuff. And her response back, which was a nice little thread long was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all ended with, and by the way, sir, you realize that that was television. It's fake, right? Like, why don't you just calm down? Um, and then she posted an article, which is actually why I wanted to bring attention to this. That she had um, she had written uh, previously to all this, um, and I don't know when she 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 wrote it. I, I read it. It was really good, and it was called "My Feminist Call to Historical Fam- Fantasy." Mm. And I suggest people go read that. Okay, um, people, if especially if you've got that view uh, on like all this, like only men can do these things, um, and they're kind of right. A lot of the a lot of the fantasy stuff is. Like the guy is um, is like only the men. All the women are like the damsels in distress. And the Witcher show actually um, has a lady who plays a queen, mm-hmm. and she is incredibly gruff. 
drinks a lot of beer, uh, still is feminine, mm-hmm. um, drinks a lot of beer. She comes into the main castle covered in blood and mud. Um, she, it might have been um, Samantha Shannon that pointed out, or someone else on Twitter, that her armor was not like uh, featurizing her feminine features, right? Because like all the armor and like other shows, it's like, oh, hey, look, but we're, I'm, I'm going to go off to war in this v-neck with a lot of cleavage right that's what always happens this is not like that yeah. i mean it's like very you know it's, it's straight cut it's very um utilitarian purposeful, purposeful. <laughs> and it um so i just i really appreciated like all the stuff that that she yeah. wrote about that in the article so i just wanted to, to point light for that i think cool. every, i think everyone should go read that okay cool um and also read the read the witcher books they're really good um i'm actually uh uh, I, I had The Last Witch Wish, which is his first book, which is most of what this TV show is based on, on audio. Still, I own it. I have a copy of it, but I had it on audio because I listened to it previously, and that's what I've been listening to as I do stuff around the house again because nice. it's just just really good. Nice. So, yeah, that's it. That's it for my books, but I want to talk about my haul. Let's hear the haul. Um, because it's a really, 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 really good haul. I had to write it down. I mean, again, so jealous. Yeah. So, um, first, uh, I got Prior to the Orange Tree. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. Oh, I didn't write down the author's names. Man, that's on me. Um, I think I showed you the... I sent you a picture, at least, of my leather-bound Game of Thrones books that I got, which are amazing. They are. Um, Now has Bran Stark sitting Mm -hmm. on top of the the gift from you, Mm -hmm. uh, of of wonderful Funko Pop. Um, I got a book called Red Mars, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, I got a copy of 1984 Ah, uh, by by Orwell. Uh Um, I also got... I guess people realized I read that uh, Fahrenheit uh, 151 um, last year, and I was interested in this type uh-huh. of stuff. And I got a copy of Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Nice. Which I need to show you. Have you ever read that? I have. Um, I need it's to a sh- high school yeah. requirement. Yeah. I, I, need I to mean, sh- the, but good point, because I, um, those are the ones that we need to read. Like, I do want to read more of the ones that, um, that were required reading back then, because I feel mm-hmm. like high schoolers, at least I was, you know... I loved always reading. Yeah. But I'm like, don't tell me what to read. Right. Same. So now that I want it to be my choice, I feel like I will enjoy these books a bunch more. Yeah. You know? Um, actually, it's funny. I was telling Sio about this because Sio likes to read a lot, mm-hmm. my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we ended up getting on this story to where I had to read The Outsiders uh-huh. in like seventh grade. Um, and my seventh grade English teacher did not like me. Um, at least that's how I remember it. I'm pretty sure I gave her reason to not like me because mm-hmm. I remember what seventh grade Ben was like, and mm-hmm. she's probably legit fine. Um, but I was I was a good student, mm-hmm. and um, I liked the book. And I f- like we were supposed to read. There was reading time set aside every day in class for like a month for the outsiders. Mm-hmm. I don't need, need that. Yeah. I don't need that. And plus, I like the book, so I was done like the day after. Right. And so I was reading a different book in class and like, she's like, well, you need to read it again. And, and eventually called my parents and said, well, he didn't, he thing. didn't read the book. Yeah. And my dad's like, yeah, no, he read the book. Yeah. And then she started asking me questions about it every day and I had the answers. Yeah. And I remember just like, oh yeah. And then and of course it didn't change her opinion on me. Sure. It only made it worse. So that was fun. Um, but I need to show. You want to give her a shout out right now? Uh, I don't. Do you remember her name? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually don't. She's still with she was she was very she was okay. she was in her 70s well, she, she was in her 70s All then right. All yeah right. <laughs> when what is seventh grade 13 mm-hmm. 13 14 years old mm-hmm. so yeah we're okay. 
over, she would be in her 90s. Okay. Um, and if she is with us, she's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, but I I, um, I do have to show you that, the version that someone got for me, because okay. the cover of it is amazing. Cool. It's this cloth with gold rivets, and they're actually like metal rivets into nice. it. It's really cool. Um, uh, I got uh, Seven Blades in Black by Sam Sykes, um, which I'm excited to read. Uh, Middlesex mm-hmm. from you. I gave that to you. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I got The Witcher. All actually got f- uh, all four books mm-hmm. in hard copy. I had a Kindle pr- uh, one previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I got A Time of Blood by mm-hmm. John Gwynn. Um, and yeah, that's it. No, there's one more I gave you. Did I not write it down? Mm-hmm. What else did you, you give me? You gave me middle stuff. Oh, I got a Star Wars. I got Star Wars. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, you actually gave me a really old paperback of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, the OG baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which was which was really, really, really awesome. So I have to. Okay, so really quickly. Yeah. So I open my door, mm-hmm. and there's just a package sitting there. Yes. And I open the package, and I wasn't completely certain who it was from at first because. The first thing in the package was a shirt, and on this shirt is a cat in a cowboy hat mm-hmm. riding a shark mm-hmm. in space, yes. and the shark is uh, vomiting a rainbow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, where is this from? <laughs> um, and that was your husband's gift to me, uh-huh. which I have worn that shirt you have. twice. Yes. I should put, I'll should i put that on Twitter. I'll put that on Twitter. That one's fantastic. Um, and then a copy of Middlesex, Star Wars, um, and then uh, the brand that's sitting on top mm-hmm. of the, the it was That was a good gift. There was something else in there, too. Oh, that was a long time ago. I'm trying to remember. Sorry, what was else in there, Beth? A bag of... A bag of... Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there was a large bag of beans, <laughs> which which we cooked for dinner that night yeah. um, because we had people coming over for Christmas Eve, and so we cooked for dinner that night. And... I, what was funny is I pulled out the bag of beans and opened my wonder list and checked off the bag of beans from the shopping list, which made that so awesome. It wasn't 30 pounds. No. Thank you. No. And I would have done it. Mm-hmm. I was partly being cheap, but also like nobody needs that much. Yeah. Unless you actually are prepping. Yeah. And if you are, be happy to buy the beans. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, they were, they were delicious, but it, it was, it was a heck of a haul. Yeah. Uh, so... I have, because I had previously purchased The Rhythm Section, um, Mm -hmm. which is a book becoming a movie, which I'm really excited about, uh, because the movie trailer looked wonderful. I think I told you about this. So I have that that to read. And then I noticed this morning, uh, shame on me, because I should have noticed a while ago, but remember uh, the Mark Lawrence books I talked about Uh this year, One Word Kill, Uh and, um, oh, Infinite, uh, Infinite wish i think that's right or limited wish sorry limited wish um well i had right after i finished limited wish the third book uh dispel illusion was not out yet okay did it just come out and so i i purchased it because i was just on the page like you want to buy it Uh and it was nine bucks on kindle um i happened to load my kindle app this morning because i've been reading physical books for like a month and a half i opened up my kindle and it was there it came out in november um so it uh i mean i bought it a while ago and came out in november so i have that to read too so uh, my goal was 50 books this year, and I I have plenty to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually told myself that I couldn't um, I couldn't buy any other books until I wrote read everything. I read everything on okay. this page. Okay, that's that was like I, I have to do that. Okay, uh, otherwise at some point I'm just wasting money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if I'm buying a book at full price and right. then 
sorry authors but that's how it is i love it all right cool well that's all i got awesome yeah well let's get back to work okay that actually sounds great it does actually sound lovely yeah it was a, that was a really long break yeah i was off for like 16 or 17 days yeah it's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot. Yeah. I actually went to work uh, a couple of days in between there and got some stuff done because I could sneak in the office with nobody in there and it's glorious. And it was a wonderful break. It was a break from the break, mm-hmm. which turns out that was necessary. Yeah. Good. All right, my friends. Well, remember, the book is always better. <laughs>